right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NHL Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Nothing? I mean, hey now. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I don't even feel like I'm allowed to speak until Chuck hey now. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey guys. I could, I, I, this is, that was an experiment. Uh, I always wonder how much Chuck and John listen to me when I go into some of the things that appear in every show, mm-hmm. like when I start saying like, the answer before, is none more black. Right, right. <laughs> so I say, I say, before we get to that, before we get to our steak and eggs, I want to tell you about whatever, Chuck and John will always just check their phones uh-huh. and just not. So <laughs> I'm going to try it again. I threw out NHL podcast. Oh, did you? It's a joke. I didn't hear you. Oh, oh because well of the predator. It was a joke. Mm. You guys, uh, you guys been catfishing lately? Man, I've been catfished. Yeah. Uh, which is a verb, but it has a new meaning now. Has a new meaning down around here. And up, up with those yinzers. Yeah, those yinzers. Uh, hey, I, you know, for so many years, I was very ambivalent to Pittsburgh as a city. Um, yeah. And now I actually get to hate them, which is great. It usually it takes me years to find. I will a way say to this hate a city. Uh, between the way they've. Well, why don't you explain what's happened, Keith? Oh well, just for our listeners, if you need an NBA Finals preview. Eh. We're not the one. That's. I mean, I just recorded an episode this morning talking all Warriors and Cavs. Check that one out. Yeah. But we in Nashville and in the NBA, I mean, there's, there hasn't been a basketball game for, for over a week. Yeah. Since our last podcast, there's been no NBA basketball. Mm. However. So much time for LeBron to reprocess his blood. Right. Mm. Oh, seriously. And Jaguar home hormones. But we in Nashville, Tennessee are carried away by Predators Fever. John is a hardcore, intense, all-the-time fan. Nine-year season ticket holder. Yeah, yeah. So, so so John's legit. Chuck has been a big fan. He goes, well, you go to a pretty good amount of games, right? Uh, uh, let me tell year. you what Chuck does. Uh, Chuck uh, cakes, takes your free ticket that you could have sold for hundreds of dollars, uh, sits on his phone, swipes <laughs> right until halfway through the second period, and then leaves on a tender day. <laughs> I've done that. That is done that during a playoff game. That's, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's what I was told. Who told you that? When I had to I left. This is like being mad like, at the dog for digging in the backyard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like the dog, yeah. The dog. You left the, the uh, most famous Preds game in history, didn't you? No. The multi, multi, multi overtime game? Oh, I did leave that game. <laughs> I did leave that game. Can't, as, as awesome as hockey is based on my watching three games. <laughs> they're called, they're not matches, they're games. All right. Games. Three right. games. Good. I will say you can't you can't blame a man for leaving in overtime because that is in it's, it, it, could, it could go forever. I, it was indeed the longest uh, playoff game. Yeah, and I had to go home to Murfreesboro because I was living there at the time. Oh, yeah, yes. man had and a I, long long commute ahead had, of him. I had to get my kid. I would have stayed there forever. I would have entered Valhalla. The jo- the joke was everybody was saying I left for a Tinder date, but you know you just had to. I don't know. I've got it. Take uh, care of business. I, I believe Chuck was in my seat that year because I had to miss it because of. I hate music now. <laughs> so so we're, we're carried away with the bandwagon of Predators. It's weird how, as a Nashvilleian, I can be a legit bandwagon fan, and it's all open arms, mm-hmm. just because I live in Nashville. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, welcome to the party. Where well, I could be a Grizzlies fan since before they moved to Memphis <laughs> and a season ticket holder. But and, people, and people would be like, no, you live in Nashville. You're no, not. You're not you're you like, need to move here. You're not inner circle. Right. So it, it, <laughs> It's strange. But anyway, so I have jumped on the Predators bandwagon. The last two games have been incredibly exciting, which I actually watched from start to finish. They lost game one 
of the Stanley Cup Finals. In humiliating fashion. In humiliating fashion. But, but they, they played, rallied. They played good hockey. They outplayed them. I did my NBA fandom coming down to the wire where I'm watching it alone in my basement and like I clap and cheer while I'm by mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. And, my, and my wife upstairs is like, hey, you're, I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually did that for the Predators' tying goal because they just killed off that penalty, the, the power play, and then they score immediately. Frederick Goudreau. I was fired up. First mm. career goal. And it really was like, this is this is legit, the second game but I watched ra- from start to finish. That rally was uh, energized by a Nashvillian, uh, tangential friend of the show, Jacob, um, throwing a disgustingly squashed catfish onto the ice. How did he get it in there? Okay, I know exactly how he, I have, yes. I have I know how he got it in there. So he ran it over with his truck first. Ran it over with his truck. He bought it in Nashville. Incredible. Then, which, is, which seems strange. <clears throat> well, uh, Pittsburgh would not sell catfish to anyone with a Tennessee driver's Was that license. before or after? Before. It was before game one. Yeah. So he and knew he had to bring his own catfish. Absolutely. B-Y-O-C. And then he, freeze-dried is not the right word, but where, where you wrap it in the plastic and you... You seal it. Oh, like, uh, yeah, like a he vacuum He was trying seal. to vacuum. He vacuum he sealed, vacuum sealed it. it. And then he stuck the catfish down his compression shorts. Wait, he actually vacuum sealed it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stuck it down his compression shorts, then went into the bathroom, wrapped it in his Pittsburgh rally towel, uh, went, went down there, kind of at a dumb time to do it after we iced it. Yeah. Uh, or after the other team iced it, excuse me, so it gave the other team a little extra time. But you got to take what you can get. And then threw it on, heaved it on the ice. Well, he also... His wife sent our dear friend Jeremy Todd a video, which he passed on to me. Drenched it in Old Spice. Wow. To cover up the smell. Didn't know that. So that was part of it. I I read that. That had been a mess. But he ran it over with his car to make it flatter. This guy's MacGyver. But then apparently he he covered it in Old Spice, Mm. which I guess, I mean, Old Spice is a weird smell. Well, I mean. But I guess he's like, got to cover the smell. I wonder what. Then he snuck it in, threw it on the ice. Uh, saved by security. This is one of those times where security's good. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you don't want to be at. They a, immediately kicked him and his wife out. Right, but I'm saying like, and then the city of Pittsburgh has charged him with various uh, offenses, including calling the catfish an instrument of crime. Uh, the t- of which, yeah, it's incredible. T-shirts already made. I'm in on this. Yeah. Sold out. Instrument of crime T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation weighed in, hmm. said they've seen a lot of instruments of crime. Never, Nashville Mayor Megan Barry has uh, has uh, asked for leniency. Mm-hmm. We should go. Uh, the other option is Nashville should go all Trump Nation Gestapo, just arrest every Pittsburgh fan. Be like, oh, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're you're being disorderly. What's your? Let me see your papers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or that too. <laughs> there won't be any. There yeah. won't be. <laughs> uh, between this and having uh, old genital Ben Roethlisberger wave their rally towel, Pittsburgh's really looking quite villainous. Old gray dick. Mm-hmm. That guy, yoinks. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant esque. Just read the the undisputed facts, mm-hmm. and it, it makes your skin crawl. It's kind of gross. First basketball reference achieved by Keith. First Woo! basketball reference NBA podcast. Yeah, I know we got to do the NBA right. Uh, before we go any further, farther, further, let's talk breakfast. Did we have breakfast? You know I did. Oh man, because you bought it. I bought it and brought it to you. And I, I am high as a kite right now. Sugar high for John Burr. Had a Keith Pear special scone. I'm pretty sure the ingredients were lard and sugar. That's it. Yeah. Beautiful. My leg will not stop shaking. John is. Friend of the show, uh, Sam and Zoe's. John is uh, sweating a little (gasps) bit. He looks a little. uh, Chuck tried to buy me breakfast. So both of us tried to get him. Yeah, he hit me with, uh, sorry, bud, you can't have that. We went, uh, John 
you know, famously is late. So he tells me two minutes before I'm supposed to get him that he has to take a giant dump. <laughs> and it's kept him from it's jumping common. in the kept him from jumping in the shower. <laughs> so I stopped by McDonald's, which is basically on the way to his house. And I got with my McDonald's app. Be by the way, the best thing that's ever happened to me in my budget is this McDonald's app, or the worst thing that's ever happened to my cholesterol. I'm not certain, but I got my buy one get one free breakfast sandwich. Oh, and so I bought uh, three of them. You know, which is one too many. I bought one too many. Buy one get one free get one. Buy, and then buy another one because you're a fat ass. Oh, okay. you got the classic egg McMuffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, egg, egg and ch- sausage egg and cheese McMuffin. Um, and then went to uh, pick John up, and he told me if he had eggs, he would be uh, having diarrhea later. So I don't typically eat eggs when I have to go to work later. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like to sit it's on the toilet. Good to know your own body. It's a bowel intensive podcast, folks. Sorry, mm-hmm. a lot of poop, a lot of catfish. <laughs> hey, and guess what catfish eat? Poop. <laughs> I had a blueberry turnover. I believe it was more sugary. Second th- basketball reference. Than, <laughs> than the scone I got John. There was a scone and a, t- and a turnover and mm-hmm. uh, asked, asked John what he wanted. He went for scone. So that, that was, I didn't really even know what a scone was. Yeah. Ask me to define the difference between a scone and a turnover. I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. But Is there a filling in a turnover? It was it was pretty good. Actually, so sorry, Chuck. Thinking of you like picking up John and being kind of late. Mm-hmm. I I was thus late getting back to my house. I know because John sent the old. Chuck is picking me up text. Oh, you, you know that means. Which is normally not accurate. Mm-mm. Like normally, if he's like Chuck's picking me up now, because John lives yay twenty minutes away, and so I saw. All right, I got like thirty forty minutes. Uh-uh. But actually, it was accurate because you guys, good, you guys made, got here in We made good time. You made yeah, good time? We did. We did. Well, so, we're good. It was uh, fantastic. I ate all those uh, sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffins. In really fast. It was like severely fast. Well, I don't know if you noticed. I have but, a new analogy after seeing the alien movies. Instead of a, like a velociraptor, it's like the second jaws of the xenomorph come out and get mm. the food. Like, yeah, that's It's me. just gone. Well, John did also catch at the end of the third one. I had about three bites left. The third alien picture? The, th- no, the third McMuffin. Oh, the third McMuffin. Uh, I got kind of angry at it and threw it out of the window. Yeah, he wasn't happy. I was just oh, like, you oh, fi- I you, hate you. You finally had a moment <laughs> of just, just like, self-awareness. Self-loathing. Like, I got to stop. Oh, the grease <laughs> that's was like, like that's coursing like, through my like veins. That's like me eating a bag of jelly beans and I'm leaving like the green apple ones. Mm-hmm. And finally, in what to me feels like a grand gesture of willpower. I'm like, I'm not going to eat these last 20 green ones that I don't like. <laughs> you know? Self-control. Just throw, yeah, yeah. throw them in the trash. All right. Well, those were our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we move on to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? So I think I'm responsible for an awful thing happening to LeBron James. A awful... Wait, Chuck. No, you only look racist. I know. An awful r- racial epithet was painted on LeBron's home in Los Angeles, uh, which is awful and terrible and no good. Now, I don't uh, commend what they did. I think it's awful and the people who... Have I said awful enough? The people who did the, it. The way you go started that sentence. Now I don't commend I don't. what they did. That's kind of a troublesome. That's a no, problematic. Start I, don't, I, I, I don't commend what they did. I uh, full throatedly. This is one of those moments where Chuck was searching for the word condone. Condone. This is Sean, Sean condone. Spicer here. Um, I was looking for the word condone. 
I, I think it's wrong and it's awful. I do feel somewhat responsible for uh, creating the climate uh, with my years and years of LeBron James hatred. Scorn. in the scorn that I've shown over these seasons um, added to you know the, the current political state in America and Trump's alt-right uh, world. I feel like I, can, I wasn't the main driver, but I was an ingredient in this soup. You were pouring gasoline on the fire. Oh no, I was more of like the like you're the like garlic a powder. You're a bouillon I'm, cube. I'm a bouillon cube. Uh, of multiple bouillon cubes, but I was part of it. So, LeBron, I know my hatred for you is uh, forever uh, in- enduring until he comes back to Miami. And when you come back to play for m- my team, uh, I will love you again. But yeah, it's. I'm sorry that somebody did that to you. It's probably has something to do with me. It's big I'll apologize to. Uh, we debuted last week a segment called the Croissant Questionnant for Petron. And uh, we included Giannis Antetokounmpo in a group of three-year players when he is not a third-year player. Correct. So I wrapped up his fourth season. Mm-hmm. But it, it worked out because none of us uh, actually claimed him anyways. Yeah. Well, in our defense, his first year, he was just whatever. 19. Yeah. In our defense, it was a late night episode. <laughs> we had been mm. drinking. We were just speaking <laughs> extemporaneously over whatever came to Keith us. Keith was drinking corn liquor. I know. That was Allegedly. Of... <laughs> when the when the Mythbusters drinking court c- corn liquor, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> My apology is I just recorded an episode this morning, not this episode, with uh, Sam Esfandiari talking about the Warriors. I forgot to ask him his breakfast. Oh, no. He had a bagel. Oh, good. So, I mean, we didn't miss much. You didn't. I didn't. I mean, it's not exciting. Not Hopefully like it wasn't ex- plain. Not an exciting He's bagel. the second guest who I forgot in breakfast. The other was friend of the show, Damon Rangula. We forgot to ask Damon. Well, the, um, or Damon. The, the worst part. I think that's a ploy to ask him back. The worst part about not asking someone breakfast, it means they can never come back on the show. Right. So that's, yeah, sorry, oh. So that's my bad. Damn but. It. Sorry. We're still going to fly you out. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All right. Well, I think it might be time in lieu of a commercial to bring back out the croissant questionnaire presented by Patreon. These are questions from our Patreon supporters. If you don't know, Patreon is a way to support our show. We have like 40 people now who have signed up and are contributing money, a little bit of money each month to support the program. And since we hit the $200 a month, we open it up to questions from our Patreon supporters. So if you want to get involved with asking these questions or join the extremely popular Slack chat, the Slack chat whose price will go up by next playoffs season or next regular season, Mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. John, we got any croissant questions? Alrighty. First question. I think it's mostly directed at you and I, Chuck. What NBA star are you, look, are you most looking forward to seeing at the next Bonnaroo, which is next weekend? Ooh. And what drug would you expect them to be on? Who's, uh, who's the question from? Love Kebabs 42069. I love him. Thanks, Love Kebabs 42069. I may have added the 420, but by mean? Jove, he put in the 69. <laughs> Um, who am I hoping to see? Can't say Chris Bosch again. I'm, I'm, I, mean, I hope to see Chris Bosch on Blood Thinners this time. Me too. I hope to see, if I have to see a uh, an NBA player, I want to see Zach Randolph 
smoking big fat blunts rolled in backwoods cigars. Keith, free agent Zach Randolph. Uh, mm. Zach Zach has left that life behind. Is he going? Maybe he'll go back to the Blazers. Get back to his roots. Next week is inconvenient because the finals will still be going on. Right, so I have to. I can't pick anybody from. The well, you can watch the finals at Bonnaroo, buddy. Mm-hmm. No, but big I, I want on a J.R. Big Smith. Screen. No, I know. Oh, okay, I yeah. see. J.R. Smith me, would be great. Let me think of another. I, you know what I want? I want to see. I want to see Carmelo on his own, mm, doing his own Instagram stories. Post Lala. Yeah, of like, look, I'm having fun too. Here I am at the. He'll be on Viagra. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, last year, John and I saw both Chris Bosch and Josh McRoberts. Oh, hell Oh, McBob! At LCD Sound System. He opted into his $6 million contract. Hell yeah, he did. Uh, believe it. One of the only opt-inners right. so far. Um, but yeah, that, uh, I think, yeah, I guess it would be, I'd like to see Blake Griffin um, out in the sun and collapse with, uh, <laughs> from heat exhaustion. Yeah. Um, on amphetamines, that, that, that fair skin. That would be that would be ideal. I'm gonna go with Boris Diaw on uh, the spirit molecule DMT. Mm, damn. And I was this just is like, to, this is really. This I just want to get on the big Ferris wheel with him. But we're we're forgetting who we will actually. He see. He can that. fix my life. We know who we will actually. Who see. you actually see, Chandler. Chandler Parsons. He's going to helicopter in with his bros. He's going to Uber Uber helicopter with yeah with a bucket full of Molly, and just like start tossing it around. Like, you know. But I mean he's he's in LA working out. Oh yeah. Posts every day. Of course he is. Love Kabbalah's four twenty sixty nine with queries so nice. I'm gonna do them twice. Mm-hmm. If you were on your way to Firefest two thousand eighteen, <laughs> what NBA baller to be stranded with do you think would give you the best chance of survival? Um You can just say Zach Randolph again, I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he can start a fire though. Hmm. I'm gonna say Spencer Hawes. Yeah. yeah, survivalist. I believe yeah. he's a survivalist. Yeah, no. Got yeah. to assume he's pretty, got... pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. good. <laughs> pretty good. JWR 005 says, should there be more hype about Scott Labashier's future? And is it crazy to think he'll be an all-star? Who is that? Scott <laughs> Labissier. Uh, Scow, more hype? I don't know. I feel like the hype's just right. He had I a, did too. He had a pretty solid end of the year once they got rid of Boogie Cousins in Sacramento. Isn't and it he, weird that that like Pelicans trade like or, like that might work out for the Kings sort of in a weird way since they probably weren't going to get Boogie anyways? I have emphatically declared them the winner. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a fantastic trade for the Kings. No, I, I think the hype is just right. I mean, yes, uh, Chuck, it hasn't spread to Chuck yet, and, and your average NBA fan doesn't know. But I feel like for a, for a later round first round draft pick, uh, who showed some flashes of this guy could be fun. He got lots of playing time after the trade, and he looked pretty good. Uh, I wouldn't All-Star doesn't seem crazy to me. Yeah, it seems possible. I mean, obviously, the, the West is so packed for so many years to come. I don't know what he's going to be able to sneak in. But no, I feel like the hype's just right. I feel like, I feel like the NBA nerds are cautiously excited right now. So that feels good. I just want to say, for the record, that Keith has never given me a higher compliment than calling me an average NBA fan. Thanks, Keith. <laughs> Keith's, Keith's mellowing his old age. <laughs> All-star slacker Jen Mesk asks, If Derrick Rose signs with the Spurs... Must a self-respecting feminist renounce her fandom? Asking for a friend. Hmm. That's tough. First of all, slippery slope won't ever happen. There's been reports. No way. No way. Is this was a circumstance that we've reported on before? 
That's right, reported on. Where <laughs> reporters, <laughs> where the Spurs are purposefully leading other teams off the scent by having interest in a player. Mm-hmm. So that's what this is. So this could be them just leaking. Oh I, yeah, I just figured George Hill's going back to Spurs Town. Yeah, that makes Chuck sense. says Chris Paul. Well, I've, I've heard, of- but I mean George Hill turned down eighty million dollars. Something has to be in the works, right? But why would did he really do it just to pop has sign to be like, for less? Pop has to be like, you're coming back. You're my favorite player, dude. They have the weirdest romance. They Him love and George, each other. they love each other. He yeah. even dyed his hair to look like Pop's hair yeah, for a while there. I remember and Cisco. I don't know. I have trouble with. Obviously, the Spurs paint themselves as a progressive organization, mm-hmm. hiring Becky Hammond, right? First NBA assistant coach. Female. Uh, female assistant coach. Um, the, you know, the the dark stories, the Ben Roethlisbergian Kobe stories of Derrick Rose uh, are troublesome. Uh, how would you define consent? What is consent? Uh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Rough. I mean, if you dig deep on any NBA roster, it's going to get very terrifying very quickly. But Derrick Rose's is out in front. Yeah. I, I mean, reading about that encounter gave my guts a whole bunch of issues to deal with. It was awful. But, Worse than eggs. But the the, the, the question was... If, should she renounce should as she? a self-respecting feminist? Should she renounce her fandom? I would assume that that would be the only course of action. Jenna I Mass. feel like every Spurs fan should renounce their fandom anytime they wear the camouflage jerseys. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in... Let me put it in maybe a way that... Uh, Jen Mess can understand. Osama Bin Laden could buy the Grizzlies, and I would still root for the Grizzlies. So <laughs> I may not be the person that the, the should be asking. The undead corpse of Osama Bin Laden could buy the Grizzlies, <laughs> and I'd still be cruising town in my Tony Allen Matt, jersey. Matt Barnes could be our best player. And <laughs> It happened. And we, oh, yeah, that actually, <laughs> that actually happened. All right, well, those are some really good croissant, questionnaire, questions from our Patreon supporters. Again, if you want to get involved, go to patreon.com slash Fast Break Breakfast. All right, we're going to skip steak and eggs. I'm best thing. We got nothing. There's no ice shop. Skip cream of wheat. There's no ice shop. Let's just roll it to a uh, Hassan Whiteside. Cox it back to Waffle House Presents. Scattered, smothered, covered thoughts. Can we talk more about the catfish guy? I mean, we could. It's been like a Twitter sensation. But, you know, Twitter is kind of broken now. One thing has completely taken over. I can't even look at Twitter. I don't know how to say it. Do you know how to say it? Kavifi. 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 It's broken us. So in honor of our world leader, I do have a very special alternative facts edition. Of Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, a game of scones. Actually predicated by my eating a scone, so I feel very powerful. I love alternative facts edition games. All right, remember. These are the best. You must answer in the form, in this, in the following form. Blank is the most efficient player for the blank team, period. Okay. Forget that period, you're in deep trouble. So. Are we trying to get the second? most efficient? Or the... Absolutely. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to walk okay. you guys through it. Oh, thank you. So we're going to go by player efficiency rating in the playoffs only. And I'm going to go through, I'm going to let you pick a team and you have to pick 
the second highest PER on that team. So that's generally the, the player you think has been the most, the second most efficient. And you have to announce him as the most efficient player for that team, period. Okay. Chuck, since you always lose, I will let you go last. That's kind of fake news. Thanks. Chuck it wins is. some. It is fake news. Chuck wins some. Period. Mm, been hanging out with him a lot <laughs> lately. <laughs> Period. I'm, I'm always losing. Uh, <laughs> Keith, All right. let's let you pick a team. Any playoff team? Yep, any playoff team. I'll go with the Warriors. Oh, let me do a caveat. This is going to be they have to have played at least 67 minutes, which may seem like an arbitrary amount of minutes. Okay. But, in fact, has basis in something I want to talk about. Okay. I'll go Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Keith, who, Mr. Spicer, yes, has been the most efficient Golden State Warrior, according to PER? The most efficient Warrior is Kevin Durant, period. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. <sighs> Chuck, would you like a chance to steal? Uh, Steph Curry has been the most efficient warrior, period. Sorry, guys. I'm going only going to count that as a strike against Keith. All right. JaVale McGee. What? Has oh. been the most efficient Golden State Warrior. That doesn't period. make sense. And we he's played, living a, in he's a, played a stunning world. amount of minutes. We are living. Considering in they've world. only played, uh, what, 12 games? Yeah, yeah. Right. Ja- JaVale plays first half minutes, and, <laughs> and, they, and they, don't, they don't trust him. It's really, right. it's really pretty funny. Uh, th- this, I will, I'll preface this. These are kind of tricky, so don't be afraid was, to get someone that, out that of That was box. tricky. All right, so. Okay. That's a strike for old Keith. Mm-hmm. Chuck, what team would you like to take? Let's do the Blazers. Portland Trailblazers. I feel that. C.J. McCollum is the most efficient blazer, period. Correct. Oh, well played. Keith. And again, that means he's the second most, right? Right, right. Yes. He is not so, the so most. It's an alternative, alternative fact. And it's, you have to go all the way down to like 128 just to get to C.J. McCollum. Really? <laughs> That's pretty. It's dark. <laughs> all right. I will go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like this will be my my downfall picking these big teams. I feel like it is too. <laughs> yeah, the most efficient player is Darren Williams. Period. I like where your head is at. It's incredibly wrong, <laughs> but I like where your head is at. Channing Fry oh. is the most efficient. That's, that's I never those are equal. That. I feel yeah, like those I are equal. Never guess I like that. It. I like it. All right, Chuck, I'll he's go. He's cutting sixty-seven minutes. I will go with the Hawks. Channing oh. Fry's played even more than Javale McGee. That's nice. Yeah. All right, all right, <laughs> the Hawks. Hawks. Okay. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is the most efficient Hawk. Period. False. Can I get a chance to steal? Absolutely. Dwight Howard is the most efficient, period. Double fail. Mm-hmm. Paul Millsap no. is the most who's efficient. The, who is the most number efficient? one? Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, number one. Bobby. Had a big playoff series. Yeah, he sure did. did. Demolition man. my balls. All right, Keith. All right, it's two strikes for me, one strike for Chuck. Got to stay on top. I got to pick a team. Give me the Memphis Grizzlies. I've been waiting for Keith to hit mm-hmm. his layup. Mm-hmm. Um, the most efficient player is Mark Gasol, period. That's correct. <laughs> Which uh, is a good example of why the Grizzlies fared so poorly in the playoffs this year. 
because Marcus all played like garbage and was still our second most efficient player. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley, MVP candidate. Yeah, Mike, if there was, I've been thinking about doing like a red hour back uh, trophy listings because, you know, like there's the Con Smythe in hockey. There should be a red hour back playoff yeah. MVP trophy. Right. Mike Conley would have been in there if they had gone a little further. Definitely was in there for a little bit. Ninth in PER for the entire playoffs. And that includes people like Malcolm Delaney and Bobby Brown who played three and 22 minutes respectively. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby B. Uh, Chuck, it's your turn. Let's go with the Boston Celtics. All right. Al Horford is the most efficient player on the Boston Celtics, period. That's a strike for Chuck. Damn it, Bobby. Do you like steal? I'll just I'll keep it simple and go Isaiah Thomas, period. Correct. Oh, tied yeah. it, too. So I think we're all tied well, up. Well, how does he get a steal and I can get a try to steal with Channing Fry? That's I mean, this is just for fun. Okay, so those aren't points. Okay, <laughs> those aren't points. This, okay, is a, just this is a strikes in your out game. So we're, so we're currently tied with two yep. strikes mm-hmm. and one correct. He's answer. just humiliating you. Mm-hmm. That was just to show off, I guess. I get it. All right. Um, the Toronto Raptors. The most efficient Toronto Raptor was Jonas Valanciunas, period. That's incorrect, Keith. I was going big. That's like embarrassingly incorrect. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought he would just get some some high efficiency no, shooting. He was fourth. Okay, four. Okay, all right. Um, on his team, that was bad. All right, I struck out. Do you want to uh, take a swing, Chuck? Uh, Kyle Lowry. That is correct. Second. Ah, mm-hmm. Demar was number one. Chuck. I think, it's a, I think Chuck has to hit this for you. To I fr- feel like him getting the steal right there. You think so? Did that close him out? No, nah, but we, we both got to steal. Give him one more. We both got to steal. All right, Chuck. All right. How many teams left? Okay. Let me do. Let me do the Washington Wizards. All right. Bradley Beal is the most efficient Washington Wizard, period. Chuck wins. Yeah. Chuck's a winner. <laughs> Put off the air horns. Pretty, Pretty, good. Good. Pretty good performance from old Chuckle Hut. Mm-hmm. Well done, Chuck. I liked I liked mentioning these old teams back for back when I watched the playoffs. I forgot that some of them were in. You said Portland Trailblazers. I was like, like what? what? <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? Remember when CJ and Dame scored fifty and a half? Oh man! Oh yeah, that was Remember game that? one. <laughs> I, I was stunned by how Gordon Hayward was pretty far down the list, even after having like the forty point game and stuff. Yeah. So it was an interesting road to traverse. Yeah, I didn't want to touch. I didn't want to touch the Clippers. I didn't want to touch Utah. I wasn't sure about either of those teams. What the top two? T- I didn't barely watch those series. The uh, the the number I chose. That's how many minutes Rajon Rondo had. Yeah, that's why I also <laughs> stayed away from Boston, oh, from Chicago, because yeah. I wouldn't have touched that. Because his PR was through the roof, boys. <laughs> right, Chris Paul too. <laughs> yeah, gonna get oh, Chris Paul is really high. Yeah, but he didn't play enough minutes. Speaking of PR, that leads me to yet another segment. What is that? Ooh. This is our Aunt Mama's. Maple syrup stitious. Well, you started with the racism. We got to keep the racism going. <laughs> I was about to say, as a, I recently found out what what an SJW was. Mm-hmm. Social, Social justice, justice warrior. warrior. I didn't know that. Uh, it was it was jokingly used pejoratively at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is it just that I'm an SJW where I find Aunt Jemima like does that that makes me uncomfortable? I can't think of any other maple syrup. Can you guys got? Can you back me up here? Is there a, there's some kind of a log, log cabin? Log, log cabin. The That's, log cabin. That, maple are, syrup tissues. Also very gay story. Yeah, gay Republican of the playoffs. Yeah, which is the gay of, the gay Republican surreptitious. But you know what makes me way more uncomfortable than Aunt Jemima is the lady from the Popeyes commercials. Oh yeah, reason. really weird. I don't know. 
Oh, it's, she's a real person. Yeah, she's a real person, but there's no way she really talks like that. Aunt Jemima was a real person, right? At no. some point in history. Know. Was Uncle Ben? The, oh, God. Person? No, no that, just made, that makes me uncomfortable, too. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to bring out the Uncle, Sambo dolls. Uncle Ben's rice. <laughs> oh. You ever go to, like, this, this has to be a uniquely Southern experience. You ever go to some, like, old lady's house, and she's got a collection of Sambo dolls? Mm, no, but <laughs> that I've is, seen. That is, yeah, that's your... The Hilti Hall Burr Woo! family reunion. That's, that's, your, Not that's great. your Alabama roots. You can go to a lot of flea markets and just run into a oh. whole section of it, and you're like, how is what? Mm-hmm. Why? How has this not been burnt with fire? <laughs> flea, flea markets have a little looser. Yeah. Uh, but since there's no like best or worst, really, at this time, yeah. I thought we could go through and pick like some of our favorite like overlooked stories, because it's pretty easy to... I mean, LeBron's dominating. Steph Curry's gone back to being the Steph Curry that was a unanimous MVP. Turkey's trying to kill Ines Cantor. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. stuff that's... <laughs> I thought that might have been your, uh, your Aunt Jemima of the Week, actually. <laughs> but um, for me, it's Kawhi Leonard. Because even though they were ousted, I think he like had the breakthrough performance that we have been waiting for. And I know that he's been in a Finals MVP before and stuff like that, but even like Zach Lowe, who touted him as MVP... Kawhi made him look bad because mm-hmm. Zach Lowe was saying things like he's not the type of scorer who's going to take over a game at the end of it. And he did just that repeatedly against the Grizzlies and was running the uh, Warriors out of the gym before Zaza, you know, slid his foot kind of forward. Mm, kind of forward. <laughs> I mean, he's leading playoffs in PR, trails only LeBron and win shares and Vorp. And that's, you know, playing limited games. I mean, and, and there's even like darkest, brightest timeline Spurs fans who can be like, hey, Kawhi doesn't get hurt. We're in the finals. Yeah. I think that's, that's an underreported story, or at least it's something that we all say in our brains, but right. we don't process. Because everyone talking about the Warriors being 12-0, and 0, they were getting smoked right. by the Spurs in that game one. And we, that's just, it's like forgotten. We just swept under the rug. Like we pointed out, like, yeah, but they're still the best team we've seen in three years or something. And it's like, is that, is it true? I mean, it's just to me. It's like a st- we're just kind of for- missing the emergence of like for a legit superstar, which I know real NBA fans, like serious NBA fans, already probably consider him that way. But really, he should be that. that it, sh- it should be household name at this point. When I was when I did that Spurs specific interview episode, one thing I was bringing up was if Kawhi was more demonstrative, just literally did some of the. Didn't speak in ones and zeros. <laughs> right. right. If he literally got technicals or jumped up and down, or if he jumped up on like the scores table and pumped his fist, mm-hmm. or if he shoved somebody, or if he stood over somebody, people would freak out and be like, is this guy the best player in the league? But he doesn't. And it, it takes that drama for people to get all fired in, up. In my head, he's got to be into just some like weird stuff in the bedroom. Like he's got to like... <laughs> Like on some 50, he's got like a... Two-way like a, player. A t- <laughs> Best two-way player in the game. <laughs> One can only hope. So when they closed out Memphis, Popovich, who I feel like wouldn't say this unless he meant it, called him the best player in the league right now. And it, it's, it was hard to argue at that point, the, the show he was putting on at, during that Grizzly series and then at the beginning of, of the Warrior series, it was kind of hard to argue. If you look at his stats, they were insane. Game four, he had the 43 points in 44 minutes. Scored San Antonio's last 16. Yeah. I mean, two three-pointers in the final 22 seconds of overtime. I was there. 
And that mm-hmm. was a game, that, and that was like one of Grizzlies' only wins. Yeah. That, that, and that, I also was thinking about this in the shower the other day, just because I'm bored and no reason to think about the Warriors or the <laughs> Cavs. That, that Spurs-Grizzlies game would be in the annals of all-time greatest NBA games if it happened between two different teams. Oh, yeah. Like, if that was a Bulls-Celtics game, <laughs> oh, forget it. people would still be talking about it. Yeah, they would have been playing it on NBA TV still. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to get... I mean, obviously, it was a first-round game, but still, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of been... You know what I want to no, I want to talk about surreptitious nonsense. It's all these prognosticators that are never right, but we still listen to them. I'm right here. You know, <laughs> uh, Stephen A. Smith hasn't called a uh, finals correctly since 2011. Hey, took the Dubs, guys. Yes. Um, 538, oh, which has famously uh, ruined my, you know, trust in the polling. They've process. had too much coffee, Fifi. They have had a lot of coffee feet. Uh, you know, picked Trump to lose, and now uh, before the playoffs gave the Cavs a 2% chance of winning the title. Behind the Celtics, Jazz, Rockets, Wizards, Clippers, Raptors, everyone, I am so afraid that I'm not going to be right about my Warriors in five prediction. That's I, right. I think I'm going to be wrong. Keith and I are against you. John and I went Cavs. I feel like... By tip-off tomorrow, uh, there's going to be more of a back swing towards Cavs. I've actually been surprised how overwhelming the picks seem to be for Warriors. I thought it would be more, nah, I, be more, more even. I, I think... Favorite, that, favorite by seven in game one. Ooh. I think uh, the Warriors last year, you know, Bogut went out. That was huge. And they've effectively replaced his defense with JaVale McGee and a little bit of offense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think... Whenever anyone like McGee is on the floor, that's when the Cavs have their big advantage. Yeah. Well, I don't think Bogut would help them at all. The Cavs are definitely going to go well, small. You need rim protection to keep LeBron from being able to do his real damage, which is driving like dish to his three-point shooters. But that's Draymond. But he's he's I mean, shorter than be, LeBron. <laughs> yeah, but he's their, he's their best rim protector. Uh, yeah, KD's I, up there, too. One of the, yeah, KD's awesome. At, at, but he, like, protects the rim in a not... Also, don't like he for- gets he gets blocks. Don't right. forget, LeBron owns KD. Yeah, I think he's eighteen and five all time. Yeah, against KD, he eats his lunch. But I think we've got a we've got a team that you know the Cavs squeaked out when beating the Warriors last year, and they did not have Kevin Durant and were uh, thin in the front line. I but all these predictions and these stupid people who are always wrong are making me feel like they're. You I'm my my you feel senses. Even, you want to feel incorrect. even worse? Huh. Mike Brown. <laughs> no. Look, man. Here's the thing. I, I, you could put a paper mache Steve Kerr on the bench, and they would. I'm pretty be, sure Steve is made out of paper mache at this point. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> back surgery didn't go so well. Weed smoking paper mache. Yeah, I don't know what to make. I mean, but so uh, we're still feeling good. You're having second thoughts about your Warriors pick. I'm just just because everyone else is. Well, you know, I've had so much time in between making my prediction and the the start of the the series not even having started yet. Yeah, I'm just a little like LeBron's got a lot of rest. You know, he's had what was it nine days between the end of the 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 Eastern semis to the beginning of the conference finals. Now another seven days. Um, between the end of the Eastern Conference Finals and the start of the finals, there's he's his legs gonna be right. He's not gonna have any cramping. He's not gonna have any you know issues with endurance. He's gonna play 48 minutes at least of n- balls to the wall basketball. And if he's doing that, they've got a chance. Well, that's one of the questions for the Warriors is will because their depth is so much less right. than the Cavs. They have 
six guys they want to play. Mm-hmm. And then, like, do we want to play Ian Clark right. or Pat McCall? I kind of feel like both teams having all this rest is really going to help, and we're going to see a lot of seven-on-seven basketball. Really. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I, I, but I'm curious if Steph, Durant, Draymond can play 44 minutes. I know LeBron can do 44. Like, any more than that is probably not good. Probably not. I don't want to see those those cramps again. Oh man, it's hard to watch. But as a Heat fan, it does. It does. It, I do feel like that. Uh, you the Cavs, both the, sides of your mouth. Yeah, pizza. the Cavs are more equipped to play that little shorter rotation. But yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, I just want to watch basketball again. Mere hours. Mere hours. Yeah, thirty six mm. or something. <laughs> All right. Well, parfait away. Meaningful basketball. What? Are we looking forward to? But this could be this could be deeper. Or are there any fun narratives? Like, what are we looking forward to in the coming week? Like a certain way the finals play out that you're that you're hoping for? No, I'm digging for content. No, there's nothing. Everybody's talked about this. Right. There's nothing left for us to scrape off the bone. It's, well, don't worry, guys. I've got content. What you got? It's time to finally thank our Patreon producers. Oh, oh let's do some of that. That is content. Stretch. These are the guys who have gone above and beyond. The uh, They're at the $8 plus reward, and they have uh, really contributed the most to uh, us making this podcast work, uh, considering how busy and time-consuming this can be. We'll start at the top with the one and only Damon Rangula. Damon. Power listener from the start. Not really. Power listener from the end of season one. The oh. highly entertaining Ian Carmel. He's the man. He's Love Kebabs 42069 himself, Ryan Darling. Rye, Rye. Cool guy. Good uh, Paul, Instagram follow. Paul Gromans. It's a very solid name. It's a, a name solid. I can put can we, got grit to it. It sounds like a name from Parks and Recreation. This person's name, <laughs> uh, this is one of Keith's friends. This person's name is You Suck, comma, Buttface. Mm. Ah. That's Chris Howell, I believe. Oh, yeah. The Solkowski brothers. Those two, we got brothers, Minnesota b- brothers. Uh, oh, uh, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, That's yeah. Pretty Milwaukee cool. brothers, aren't they? Are they oh, yeah, Milwaukee, I'm sorry. And then the adorably named Joshua Herbertson. Wait, is Milwaukee in Minnesota? No. No. Okay. That's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Cool. Go back to school. I've been moron. to Milwaukee. I've, I've been physically been in Milwaukee. I <sighs> didn't know it was not in Minnesota. The military is no substitute for good education, folks. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but thanks, guys. You've made this a lot more fun and a lot easier to do. I love you all. It's a, it's a, it's the morale boost. Dude, it, it's the morale boost. You're like, what, another, a person signed up to pay? Yeah. What is wrong with this person? And we, uh, we, we jokingly invite everyone into the uh, Slack chat by saying welcome to hell. And it is the southernmost ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we we honestly have a good are, time in there. Like we have a blast. You, the people uh, in that um, thread are fantastically well informed. They're hilarious. They should have their own podcast. They should all have their own podcasts. <laughs> uh, I am the least interesting person in that Slack chat <laughs> by a mile. And they they're all just really great. And I just want to thank all of them. Like seriously, you guys are awesome, and we love you. See you next week. That's really sweet. Well, hopefully, yeah. So, last last word. Steph Curry, don't blow it again. Dude, I can't... Steph Curry, blow it again. I can't live with another Warriors blew a 3-1 lead meme ever. It's just... I'm so sick of it. Blow another 3-1 lead. I need, I need six games. I want everyone to be on. I want, right. I want, I don't, I don't want, I don't want a Mr. Unreliable narrative from Durant. I don't mm-hmm. want a Curry. Because even that, that Curry... Get ready Not for that. being good is, is get ready for that twenty-two rebound game from Tristan. It Thompson. is fake news. Oh, I I threw that on the one of the step back email chains. Like, uh, I'm ready for midway through the series. 
Tristan Thompson MVP, finals MVP rumors based Who, on his... Who's boxing out, Tristan? His seven offensive rebounds. I have grown more and more confident in the Cavs, but it might just be because I didn't watch a single Warriors playoff game. <laughs> 22 <laughs> rebounds and 21 left-handed free throw attempts. Come on. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right, well, you guys, thanks for listening. We look forward to our next show when there's actual basketball to talk about. Um, oh, last chance. Vote for the Memorial Magic alumni team. They're on the outside looking in. Uh-oh. Go to fastbreakbreakfast.com to get them in the basketball tournament. That'll redirect you to their team page. You click vote for this team. You can follow us on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. Like us on Facebook. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, no apologize for being GNG. Fast break, break, man. You understand? Know